0: You know, the old joke is do you guys want fast, slow, or half-fast? Half-fast. Sorry. Showing my age, sorry.
1: You have to tell me when. Hi, everybody. I just got back from Wyoming. I live in Wyoming now. (laughs) Came back for this show. This is the nicest room we've ever been in. I'll say. It's the first, too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Why are you sitting so far away from me?
1: Tell me when to start. Let's go.
2: Where's Mike? Rattalone's
1: Hardware and Garden Stores.
2: Mike's here. (laughs) Frataloni's
1: Hardware and Garden Stores.
2: Where's the audience? Oh, my God. I
1: got the wrong sheet here. Oh, Oh, I think this is the 1,000 podcast. I got it. I got it. I got it.
2: Hang on. Are you sure? Frataloni's
1: Hardware and Garden Stores. (laughs) None of this is a bit.
3: (laughs) Also. Where's he going? What, What the hell? Just start the show, dummy.
1: I can't, I don't know if we're rolling. Rook, are we rolling? Rolling! <laughs> Where's Weber? No idea. Oh, there's Pat. Pat's right there. The Reavers. <laughs> Fratelloni's <laughs> Hardware and Garden Stores. Pat, are we ready to go?
2: Oh, we, you need five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Joe?
1: Frataloni's <laughs> Hardware and Garden Stores <laughs> <laughs> brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1000. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> January 17th, 2023. Wow. 44 degrees was the record high on this day in 1894. It was as chilly as 26 below, I remember this, in 1967. It's really show 1,003, <laughs> but for you people, it's show 1,000. <laughs> what do you mean,
2: you people? You
1: people the yeah. audience. the and audience. Now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic, with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from and the Craggy Coffee good. Shop, Hi. Hi. here is your Flashlight King. Fireworks commissioner and keeper of common
3: sense, your mayor Joe Souchere.
1: Thank you very much. That's uh, John Height, Dylan Height, and Stephen C. Anderson on the music. Stephen C. on the piano, and John and Dylan Height on guitars. I told you that I I just flew in from Wyoming. I've moved to Wyoming. Your arm's
0: tired. And
1: I live on a dirt road. I got a little place there. And (laughs) I noticed something about flying today that reinforces my uh, wish that I never have to fly. What's that? Uh, there's a new deal now where where I was reading this today at the airport in Wyoming, and uh, if you have a life-threatening food allergy, okay, you can you can tell the gate agent, and then you get on early with your wipes to wipe the tray and the chair down and the armrests, ah. because. Uh, That's the latest scam for how people will get on early.
3: I'm allergic to vegetables.
1: Yeah, you can get on the uh, uh, passengers with potentially life-threatening allergies say that being able to notify flight crews of their medical condition and pre-board flights to clean their seats is crucial. Otherwise, I don't know what happens to them. Something must happen to them. Uh, So they'll be barging ahead of all the other people. They did that today in Wyoming. I was very put off my game by that. (laughs) Uh, but that's it's right here. Allergy spur
3: call for early boarding. Even in front of us, first class passengers. A- absolutely, because I don't fly steerage. Oh,
1: I know you don't, but you, you you have to have the wipes with you, and you go in and then you clean the seat. So if Why I'm allergic, do we get this far?
4: The distinction is they won't. They'll still serve peanuts. They'll still serve M M&M and M peanuts. They'll still serve. A lot of those people that go down and want to do that want you to say. We will not serve peanuts or peanut anything allergy-wise on the aircraft. How about macadamia? Nope. <laughs> they'll, uh, they'll still serve them, but that's their concession: is that Be, they get to. You're go to here
3: peanut. this evening to defend the airline industry. Yes, by yes. far. Well, I got an <laughs>
1: email from uh, Rob. so far to
4: reserve. Hopefully, my spot on the Metropolitan Airports Commission as commissioner someday, <laughs> sure. so I can live on Marco Island. Sure. What do you
2: getting your wings?
1: We have another soon. guy contesting the number of shows, uh, oh.
3: but I, I'm not oh going to. go good
1: If he's here, let's punch it. him.
3: I'm not, not going to go it. I'm if not if gonna he's go here, let's it. punch him. No, let me see that. W- what do you mean you're not going I into it? I don't want to go into
1: that. That's it's too difficult.
2: You know, you you were you weren't kidding. Your sh- the show is laid out exactly the same way it would be if we're in studio. Do
1: you guys recall the other day, uh, day that AOC we had a little audio of AOC gas uh, stoves uh, uh, talking about gas stoves and she was. Really frightened that Gavstow's would be the end of us. And you remember that she said science evolves? Remember that? Yes. Uh, You guys didn't catch it, but Downing did. He said, I could have sworn science was settled, at least when conservatives question liberals' belief systems. So how does that work? She said science was settled. When it comes to the climate, they say it's settled. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's saying now it evolves.
5: Oh. It
3: evolves. It's settled that he vaults. I think this guy who uh, is calling you to task on the email made a good point in his opening paragraph. I I think you're a brilliant thinker, and I've been a loyal listener for many years. Just do me one favor. Stay away from anything involving arithmetic.
1: I should. (laughs) I should. (laughs) When We've it made com- that a rule on the show. <laughs> Isn't it weird when you can't see people?
3: When it comes to show numbers, I, honest to God, find Whoa. myself wanting to bang my head on the oh. steering wheel as I drive down the road. <laughs> I think we can all agree on
2: that. Yeah. Signed management. <laughs>
4: <laughs> this is the equivalent of, it's not weird that you can't see people, it's the equivalent of you have one of the biggest, and this goes against your style, major... Studio sit-ins, and this is a record of Garage Logic. He doesn't let people sit in and watch the um, the podcast in studio. He can't do it. But basically, no pressure. You've got about eight hundred people sitting Matthew. here that are watching you do the podcast. Matthew, you should feel honored, Matthew. He's so insane. He doesn't let
3: me sit in <laughs> during the podcast. Okay,
4: time out. What did Kenny refer to an, me I, as? I what did Kenny refer to me as? Dummy. What does that mean? What's it yep. mean? If you say rookie or dummy, it's an insult. If you say Matthew, it's something caring, and that's what this crowd you learned told prior to. You're
3: such a son of a bitch. <laughs> what
4: right does it mean you.
3: when I call
0: you an SOB?
4: Well, we can't go there right now.
0: Yeah. All right, thanks, dummy. <laughs> you
5: ready?
4: <laughs>
1: you. Mr. Mayor, while tuned in to Care 11's Monday night 6 p.m. newscast... I was entertained by the city of St. Paul's public works director, Sean Kershaw. Remember, we he's come up on the show, yes. right? Trying to explain why the streets are so, po- so poorly plowed that I can't get to Cecil's to take advantage of a gift certificate I received for Christmas. What I heard required me to pause and ask for some serenity. According to Mr. Kershaw, the recent snowfall was the fourth heaviest by weight in January. Is there a guy with a scale going around to measure the— uh, causing the snafu in its removal? Considering Yes, you- it's me. Hey, I'm on the uh, snow management <laughs> oh, no. team. I,
4: I got this scale. I need to know where the snow department is.
1: Considering you are in charge of keeping us all informed of the daily high and low temperatures in Gumption County, I was wondering if you would be willing to track down the dude weighing the snowfall— and sound the alarm for all garage logicians where we are under imminent threat of yet catastrophic heavy snow. I'd like to know ahead of time so I can make adequate preparations. We live in dangerous times. Chris Johnson sent that. Who is weighing snow? <laughs> and that wasn't a particularly heavy snowfall. It was advertised as being a wet heavy snowfall, but it proved not to be. Well, depending on your size, it's tough to move you're a big guy. You can't you get right on the scale. So I, are, I asked Pat if he was coming tonight, and he said, I'm busy.
4: I, I am putting together a 1,000-piece puzzle with the DA of Darth Maul. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, and did you guys hear about the bet that a guy made in the Jacksonville? Yes. Uh, who'd they play?
0: Jacksonville beat San or uh, LA. LA. The Chargers. Uh, yeah.
1: I still call them the San Diego Me
0: Chargers. Me
1: too. Uh, this is from Tim Buck. Too, you can now make sports bets even while the game is in progress. Were you aware of that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the odds are constantly changing. A DraftKings sportsbook bettor thought he had a sure thing when he bet on the Los Angeles Chargers late in the second half in Saturday's playoff game. The Chargers were leading Jacksonville twenty-seven to nothing at that time. Accordingly, the, the uh, payoff odds were terrible. The better, ha- better had to wage 1.4 million to win 11,200. Boofed. But the Jaguars stormed back behind four touchdown passes from Trevor Lawrence and dealt the Chargers the 31-30 defeat in the third largest comeback in NFL playoff history. That chump lost 1.4 million. He was even more depressed than the average Vikings fan. <laughs> see? See how that
5: works?
4: You know, what's, uh, you know what's even worse is when you have lost that 1.4 million. What's that? And you're such a super fan that when you go to the bathroom and you see that you have to wash off the Jaguar colors <laughs> off your face. Chargers. And it's just chargers, chargers, chargers yeah. off your face and it's just... It's really a low point in That's your life. You already lost $1.4 but you still got to get rid of this crap on your face. Just got ejected
2: <laughs> from gang. Superfan 100. He had that memory of the Do seat you
1: have, uh, I think the gang would love, even though they might have heard it yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Do you have our president singing happy birthday? Oh, to, uh, you know what? To Martin Luther King's... Uh, don't, don't tell me it, you dude. don't
2: have it. I have it on my desktop. Of course I do.
5: Okay.
4: But, but hold on,
2: I might, I might be able to find it.
1: Out. Well, you let me know when you do. Okay. Has
4: anybody, by show of dark hands that I cannot see, yeah. has anybody not heard that? Okay, a couple yeah, of hands dude. so we can benefit. Okay, we, could, we
0: could recreate it.
2: Were you on your postal route? Is that what it was over there, sir? May I ask a question? Rick, who was the, um, who was the fill-in show host for Joe... Um, years ago, you yeah. and I were sitting in the other room clearly not paying attention to anything <laughs> that host was, was saying. And Remember he ripped through 28 topics in about six minutes?
5: Uh, that
2: that was, was most of the replacement hosts. Okay, because I think he's about to break that record. No, I'm not. I yeah. gotta, you, you got, got anything left stuff. here? He's, the pile's thinning out, bro. It's,
1: <laughs> and I got a, what you're going to have to do... I got a flight back to Wyoming. Oh, that's nice. true. I forgot about <laughs> that. Okay,
4: I forgot about that. Yeah. What, what Joe does to save paper, like he thinks he's saving the world for crying out loud, is he'll take used paper and put it back into the computer printer. So it prints out on the other side. I'm a
1: crunchy conservative. So right. when he
4: runs out of material on the left side here, he's going to have to flip it over and just give you random crap stories that he's thrown <laughs> away three
0: days ago.
1: See, that's a list of prizes you're going to get tonight. There's the backside yeah, we that. Have so,
0: President Biden of. Uh, Somebody's birthday. Sing happy birthday. Are you ready? Yes. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Valdez. <laughs> happy birthday
5: <laughs> to you.
0: <laughs> oh,
5: yikes. <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. I, th- I think he said Valdich, and her name was Andrea, right? Yeah. Valdich. Val- 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 Val-
4: He's becoming better than anything President Bush ever said. Remember when President Bush was in office? I loved him, but I was always just no, don't do it. Don't, don't stop. Just stop while you're ahead. Oh, no, you and, can do it. We said we cheered him on. Well, I know, and and now this guy is is replacing him, but it's it's less funny.
1: Any GLers in the audience who want to run for political office, say something. I can't see you. Just say something. (laughs) i
0: got two. (laughs) Jimmy (laughs) Francis is here. That's (laughs) the problem. Jimmy (laughs) Francis is here, huh? (laughs) That's (laughs) the (laughs) problem.
1: Yeah. Joe, the more I listen and watch what's going on in the political world, the more I think me or uh, I or other more qualified GLers should at least run for city council or mayor. I have never wanted a job in politics, but it's become a train wreck. I'm sure there are other GLers who are starting to think the same, but may not know what they're getting into. I have a lot of questions, uh, as I'm sure others do too. Can I still run my business and maintain a family life while serving? That's a great question. Uh, You should be able to, and that would be revolutionary to these full-timers who would be shocked at such a thing. But if you're, you're supposed to be a citizen legislator in this state. You're supposed to go back to the farm or the dental office or whatever. Yes, you in the back.
2: I know when I moved to Carver, yeah. our mayor owned the coffee shop, the big coffee shop that was in Chaska. So does that... Would that yeah,
1: that's, cool? that's Carver. That's nothing.
3: But you've got to start somewhere. What
4: I think is you do just what I did. And I remember running for mayor of Brooklyn Park. After another. Bob Stromberg with Shrubgate, that <laughs> Shrub-gate. made me run. Yeah, he was a city council guy that had the uh, the city guys remove some shrubbery from his property, Governor, and he didn't pay.
1: Governor guy finishes.
4: Yeah, but I went. Remember, I only served. <laughs> I only served one term, and then I went back to private life. Yeah, private yeah. life after Mr. Ass. Yeah. <laughs> You remember that? I was
1: at that match.
4: You remember that, the WWF?
1: I went just to be able to write. Mr. You ain't Bass. never been in the ring, have you? No,
4: no. You know?
3: The squared circle.
1: Mr. Do what Gunner, now? I, know I finish <laughs> this
4: email? Do what now? I don't know.
1: You know what you're seeing, and the reason I wanted to do the, the podcast, <laughs> is that this is what I deal with. This is what I... And you all think it's planned, and it's a bit. It's not a bit. I'd
4: like you to know this is what I have to deal with. Day in, day out. <laughs> You know, it's, it's problematic. This is... And when you do the governor of Jesse Ventura, you say problematic, you want to do a lot of P's and B's because you're popping them. Yeah. This man is problematic. That's how you do Governor Jesse Ventura.
2: I know you don't listen to the show.
4: Back to you, fake mayor.
2: <laughs>
4: That's right. Hey, one more thing. Y- you know, hey, hey, w- this is like a serious call I get from the governor. Hey, yeah, Rook, one more thing. I, you know, I don't listen to the show, but, but yesterday, <laughs> Joe was talking about uh, how the uh, Republicans, the Rebloodlicans, and the Democrats yeah. are fighting each other. You know other. what
1: I'd like to know now, but you don't have the balls to answer it? What I do you don't think? know. What do you think of your friend Putin now?
4: Yeah. Huh? Huh? Uh, he was no friend of mine. But yeah, I, you claimed he check, was. The check cleared, baby. The yeah. check cleared. <laughs>
1: Uh, To continue the email from Matt, do we still, do we need to call a meeting among GLers to make sure we all go about this the right way and don't end up more disgusted? I believe it is in the best interest of everyone's kids and grandkids that we do something. Uh, Thank you, Matt. I I couldn't agree more, but I've told you I've made it a a passion of mine to go around to the between 40 and 50 year olds in St. Paul and say, "Creepy." I would love you to... (laughs) I would love you to run. Have you ever thought about it? And, uh, one of my favorite candidates said, there's the problem of the 90s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, uh,
3: you're really good at telling people how to live their lives, but yet you don't have this any... It has nothing to do with telling people how to lead their you lives. You have no intention of running yourself, and that's what we'd all like to see.
4: The 60s. The 60s. The 60s. <laughs> Well,
1: you I know, don't
3: think that's an excuse anymore.
1: See, you're forcing me to get, get very serious now, and unfortunately, very dark. Uh-oh. All right. <laughs> if we don't do something about this, uh, this country is over. This country is over. If we don't regain patriotism, if the failed academy doesn't get wiped out and start over, it'll take 20 years to bring this country back to what it should be. 20, maybe 30 years.
3: That's how long it will take. Wouldn't it be easier to just start in the failed academy? That's where all of this started. It Why does. don't we start infiltra- infiltrating the failed academy before we uh, move by into the capital in the White by House? By the way,
1: by the never way, never mind.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: You're getting very dark.
1: The Hamlin professor who got canned because she showed a picture of Allah, whoever she showed the picture of, Muhammad. Muhammad, and the woman that remained in class was offended. You know what I learned? Mm. That was an online class. Yeah. No. No, that was clear in the paper. Yeah, did I didn't, original I original I didn't know catch that. that. I didn't, I didn't
5: know
2: either. that. That was clear. Yeah, it, it was an story. online
1: class. She's presumably at home. Do you read, read the, the
2: paper? Head. I only no. read the headline. Chris
0: no. didn't read that far. She could have gone
1: either. out in her own hall.
3: That's why I proposed she was preoccupied doing other things and not paying attention yeah, to the fact right. that the student or the teacher. I didn't catch
1: that it was online.
2: Based upon your earlier thoughts, may I ask a question? You Are you said, talking to me? Yeah, it'll take, you said it'll take 20 years. 20 or 30? What number of podcasts would that be for
4: us? <laughs> yeah, I want to know.
2: Let's see, because we're at 1,000, it took us about four and a half. Yeah. carried the
4: one. We're the probably one. up to 3,600. Something like that. Yeah.
1: The public works director of St. Paul actually thinks that people will buy the fact that somebody is weighing snow. It was the fourth heaviest snowfall in January since the beginning of time. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Well, but wouldn't it always? I'm going to finish that dark. I mean, I mean, I'm going to be done with that dark thought.
4: Seriously, though, wouldn't it always weigh the same? Why? No, some snow's
1: got more water content, son. Okay. Did you ever shovel, work? What's difference between? Well, yeah, but I'm saying if you
4: have, it's it's. Water and Man. ice. No,
1: no, sometimes snow is very fluffy. <laughs> you said
4: Matt. Rook,
1: Rook. I think Rook. Kenny's hitting Rook. on me tonight. Rook, Kenny's hitting on me tonight. Rook, what weighs more, a pound of feathers or a pound of lead?
4: Uh, I was going to say bricks.
1: <laughs> what weighs more, a pound of feathers or a pound of lead?
4: What kind of bird? <laughs>
1: What did I tell you people in the green room? Hey, we actually have a green room.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: And all the red M&Ms okay. were taken out There's of the There's no bowl. booze in the
4: green room, by yeah. the way. Kenny thoroughly checked to make sure that place was tell clean.
2: The crowd saw, tell the crowd it's dry in what there. you told me to do when we were all in the green room. I don't remember. No, I told you to pay attention. Well, okay, after you told me to pay attention, <laughs> go find and rookie. Oh, yeah,
1: I, he was
4: out go. here working the and room. And
3: what did I say? I said, I'll bet you anything he's on stage with a microphone... And guess what we found? <laughs>
4: <laughs> were, you, were you disappointed? Hell no. Okay, thank you. I wasn't disappointed. Yes, and it was, it was told to me that it was uh, by a superior that I love that it was very self-indulgent, <laughs> and I don't deny that. Yes, of course it was.
2: It's all about me. I don't deny that. I said, yes, of course it was. What does Kenny call you? The best professional mooch he's ever met. Yes, 100%. <laughs> How did dinner go at 30 Bales? Oh, Wow, huh?
4: good stuff, uh, huh?
1: They've got the good food. Or as we say, that must have been a good supper. That's what we say in Wyoming. It's, it's supper. Supper. Yeah. Uh,
4: supper. Consider myself a deviled eggs connoisseur. I'm not touching those things. And I've never had deviled eggs like that that were thrown in the fryer. Did you pay for it? Not a Not a dime. No, those were absolutely fantastic. I had fact, like 19 I- of those. Yes, things. that's the only thing I had tonight. It was <laughs> yeah. delicious. You
1: guys later, you're, we're going to be uh, you're, you're going to be in for something here. We have uh, gopher hockey tickets, wild hockey tickets, twins tickets, Fratilone's Hardware and Garden Stores gift certificates. Are we going to make them work for it? A 30 bales gift certificate, two of them, and a couple of slush.
4: We busters. are drawing
2: for those, by the yeah, way. that'll we're be that'll be it's that'll on your be notes. later.
1: And as uh, as is our want when we go out uh, live, uh, we have wonderful music. We have John Height and his son Dylan. There's an argument in the family about who's the better guitar player.
0: Ah, there's not. He is. He is. Okay. <laughs> and we have
1: Stephen C. Anderson, the finest pianist in the United States.
0: Hey, if you, Can I interrupt you, Joe, for a minute? Yes. I, you guys have probably heard the story how Kenny stood beside Mike Fratelloni, <laughs> didn't recognize him for five, I don't know, five minutes, and was finally recognized him. Tonight we're over at 30 Bales. Kenny's talking to Stephen C. Anderson. Yeah. I'm behind Kenny. Kenny yeah. turns around and looks at me and goes, hey, when's Stephen C. going to get here? Yeah. What the hell?
3: Yeah. I recognized Angie and Stacy, though. I
4: always <laughs> know them.
0: He, he just kind of laughed and did Is, this for a few minutes. He didn't recognize Stephen
4: C. without the tux. Is the
1: lake detective in the house? Yeah. Is he here? Well, uh, <laughs> right now... Right, wait, wait, is. wait!
2: He's right there.
1: There's Steve. He's got his hat on. Yep. Full right. guard. All right. Right now, boys, would you play some music for us and take us into a short break? Sure. And when we come back, maybe we could have a winter update from the Lake Detective. All right.
2: Can you get his theme? That's what I'm going to do. All right. Mike Weber, where are you? Can you come here for a second? Come on up, LD.
1: I'm looking over there as though I know where he is. I have no idea. This is the Garage Logic John Height News Band. We have John Height News tonight as well. All right.
2: Take it away, boys. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do I do? Oh, yeah. I got to do links. Then I got to do.
0: I'll see him. Okay. Isn't this a
2: nice room, you guys? What happened? Nothing. That's not it. How come we didn't save? Mike, what am I doing wrong?
5: Some people go by there and there's
2: great big bubbles. Nope, that's
1: you guys not. can play anytime you want. Forget about him. <laughs> Oh, never been stopped. <laughs> Steve McComas, Blue Water Science. Hello, LD. Hey, good afternoon. Good Nine evening. Nine-time amateur boxing champion. Here, here. But the Mrs. Lake Detective doesn't let you fight anymore.
6: Nope, she said I better stop getting those knocks to the old coconut. That's stuff. right.
1: <laughs> and uh, you, you, you didn't bring your gun. You checked yeah, that with local authorities. That. That's what it's local with. authorities. Mm-hmm. There's a bottle in the office back on uh, Snelling. Or right there, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, (laughs) Winter report, LD. How are we doing?
6: Well, you know, we got that heavy snow.
5: (laughs) 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 He shoots and he scores. (laughs) It's gonna be. Yeah.
6: She's uh, she's weighing the snow right now. (laughs) You know, whoops. A you do that? Is uh, the
1: long-legged blonde with you
5: tonight?
6: She's not. No. Okay. She has the she has the evening off. Wonderful. She'll be back in early tomorrow though. Wonderful. Guarding so, that. Well, door. she
1: she keeps the books. She keeps the books. That's she right. also watches
6: the door. That's right. And uh, And
1: you're in the back with your feet up staring at Milfoil.
6: That's right. She's screening for oh. me. Milfoil. Oh milfoil. Milfoil.com. Milfoil. Milfoil.
3: That's um, <laughs> It's
5: one word.
6: How long can you
1: know a thousand shows is enough, you guys. It really is. We'll see you later. later. I gotta go back to Wyoming. (laughs) What about the winter report, Mr. Joke a minute?
6: All right. Here's what here's what I'm thinking is gonna happen. We have this. We do have some early snow, yes. And that is going to now darken the field. The light field in the lakes is now a little bit dank and dim because of the snow cover blocking the sunlight. Right. So there'll be one fish that has an advantage, and that's, walleye. That's the walleye. Thank you. Because they are low light specialists, and they will have their way with a lot of those prey fish. And so, good news for the walleye, not so good news for the bluegills. No. Because, because they
1: don't do well in uh, the They're thing.
6: not going to be able to see the walleye. walleye yeah. will come up, boom. In the water. So will the walleye taste like crayfish this year? Walleye always tastes good. Okay. You know what, though? If you cook it right, it tastes like chicken. Did you know that? <laughs> are
1: you surprised, LD, are you surprised at the uh, uh, amounts of
6: rain that California is getting? Somewhat surprised. It's just, you know, that's a cycle. We can, uh, thank we're going to go wet. We're going to go dry. We're going to go wet. We're going to go dry. Right. It all kind of evens out.
1: It's uh, atmospheric rivers, isn't it?
6: That's right. That's Good right. Good point. Uh, the old uh, right. jet streams. That's
1: it. Calcutta and Calcutta. now yeah. the <laughs> reservoirs are full. Uh, it's a tremendous inconvenience, but people are living where the uh, uh, the rain uh, never bothered people a hundred well, years ago.
6: California is a desert. That's right. I mean the Imperial Valley. I mean it. We've brought the water in there. Otherwise, you, you don't bring the water in, and you're back. You're going back to a desert. So
1: I'm now reading about us just outside Scottsdale. Uh, people are, are thirsting for water. The water's been shut off, and they have to hire private concerns to bring the water in
6: in a tanker. No, I mean we're lucky here. We're water rich. We are sitting. Water is going to be the new oil probably down the road. Atlanta was within, had a 90-day supply of water, and if they, didn't, if they wouldn't have got rain back about 10 years ago, they were going to be high and dry.
1: Well, do you think the day is coming, LD, when Lake Superior will be tapped and big pipelines will be running out west? I hope that doesn't happen. Boy,
6: I, I can't see it in the near future, but you know, that's a, there's a lot of water up there. there?
3: A, there's a southern suburb that's actually talking about selling water to uh, desert communities. Yes, A yes, Southern well, suburb of the metro w- area. W- it's where all the uh, Germans and uh, Polish people live. What's yeah, that? New Prague. Yeah, New, New Prague. Isn't yeah. it New Prague? Well,
1: somebody put a stop
3: to it.
6: Uh, cool. I think they're actually trying. They're going to grab it from the from the uh, Prairie du Chien aquifer. And, and they're worried about that aquifer yeah, going yeah, dry. Yeah, you know what? Uh, there's a lot of, I'd get it from someplace else if you could. Like yeah. where? Not uh, could
3: Walmart? Go, could you <laughs> actually do it from the river, or do you have to get it from underground?
6: Well, in that neck of the woods, you, the Minnesota River and the Mississippi River are not an option, so they're going to pump groundwater bottle it, and then take it on why Might
2: I recommend Hofferman water? <laughs> <laughs> you can find them online at hoffermanwater.com. Oh I agree. Yeah. LD, do you have a winter project welcome, or just Jim. a slow season?
6: Right now we're we're looking over all the files. We have right. a 150 files to look at, and there's always something out there that's kind of lurking that right. suspicious, and now we're tracking it down, and I think it's going to have to do with blue-green algae really yep keep po- keep uh, keep in touch because we might have we are on the verge of a breakthrough
3: L D uh, uh, back to our lakes right now does plowing snow help with the oxygen content or with the sunlight through the ice yes it does Never is it is stuck. that advisable i've seen people do this where they plow out like say
6: looks like a football field like well, a rink what's even more efficient is do it in strips rather than doing one big wide area. And that was done back in the 50s a lot when we didn't have a lot of aeration because what happens is snow, is black sunlight, photosynthesis decreases, and the algae is not producing oxygen. So then you can lose oxygen in a lake. Now in a marginal lake, snow plowing might help. But marginal meaning just barely uh, lacking oxygen. But in a lake that's really far gone, Snow plowing ain't going to help. That lake, is, that lake is gonna, the fish are going to suffocate. Uh, you'll have a winter kill. Yeah. Uh, restock them next year. But in a lake that's just right on the edge, snow plowing will clear up, will take off the snow. Sunlight will penetrate. Mm-hmm. The algae will be cooking again and putting out oxygen. Cool. So
4: wait, uh, you're not talking about people plowing out rinks. You're talking about people plowing out on lakes to benefit their fish growth the fish. or whatever? Yeah. Oh, I had no yeah. idea. Okay.
1: Yeah. When I was a kid, the old man would get the, somebody from the gas station to come down with a jeep, with a plow on it, and this guy'd hump over the yard and get out on the ice, and we had a great big rink. So we were doing our part.
6: That's right. Mm. Yeah. And probably hooking, bobbing have, on the back of that. Yeah. Did you have hot
3: jeep chocolate too. and?
1: Uh, no, no, we didn't. Wieners. No, no. You know,
5: <laughs> a
6: little, a little side note though. When I'm out on a lake doing a survey for plants, come uh, after ice out, I can tell where the hockey rinks are have been I on bet. that lake. I oh, because really? the light coming down, it affects the curly-leaf pondweed, and that's pff, right, right in the shape of a hockey rink, oil, is because oil. the light has come through because they took the snow off. Oh, oh, more here
1: by accident than elsewhere by design. So.
4: Oh, curly-leaf pondweed. Along those lines, what is the, if you're hopping in a, a pond or a, a lake or whatever, what's the coldest recorded temperature you've slipped into the, uh, the uh, suit with and gone down in the, under the water? Do you go in in the winter? Oh yeah, yeah. We're,
6: what hey, is
4: wrong with you? Know, you know when you guys <laughs> you're shit-faced when you do that, right?
6: <laughs> no, he oh, just, he's been hitting the head. You a just lot. have to pee in the suit. You yeah. have to pee right. in the suit. <laughs> well, here's a here's a little uh, tidbit. The water, guess what, never gets colder than 32 degrees. That's okay. true. That's yeah, right. So, so all <laughs> I gotta do is protect myself to 32 degrees. Because Ruck, you should have been
1: able to answer that.
6: The air so. temperature might be colder, no. but once you get in the water, you can actually warm up sometimes. Huh. Jump. Your suit. <laughs> no, just jump in he that water. He hasn't denied it once yet. Or swim real fast. Okay. Now, when you're do, when you're ice diving, now one thing I have learned: always know where that opening is. Yeah. Okay. Oh, if yeah. you go
4: yeah. under, you, you tell me you have a string. You've got something. Oh yeah, you're you're, you're tethered. have yeah, got it. a string. And you string. have a Yarn. <laughs> <laughs> got some yarn. Some red yarn from Bob's kettles. Know, one pole is. There's a okay, there. Three
6: poles. Get me out of here. Joanne oh Fabrix, picture. picturing.
1: Uh,
4: that would be so claustrophobic, <laughs> I would not be able to do that. LD, <laughs> thank you. I'm you're glad welcome. you're
1: here on our 1,000th. You. You've been a big part of the show all these years. Congratulations to
6: you, 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 and you, and um, I appreciate it too. Thank you very much.
1: Marjorie Johnson and LD, always the first day of the state fair. Thank you, Steve. Which this year is going to cost a fortune to get into. But that's a different story for a different time, isn't it, Kenny?
3: I thought I asked a really good question
1: there, Joe. I think you did. I think think? you did, and I was pleased to learn that where the hockey rinks are, uh, you can tell where the curly pond thing is. Speaking of
2: hockey rinks, how about your school getting their new arena?
1: Yeah, man, uh, Lee Anderson. What's that going to cost you? Lee Anderson. Contributed 75 million to St. Thomas to put the, a new hockey and basketball arena on the south end of the campus.
3: Why didn't they just think of that a year ago? What would you throw in? Yeah, what's I'm that going to Not run, a yeah.
1: nickel. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: They're a failed academy. They remember they disinvited the conservative speaker. The hell with them. Yeah. They're not as bad as Hamlin, which used to be a school. Hmm. St. Thomas is still a school, but. Uh, not, we, to the, not to, they will you they do
2: me a favor, me and Rook a favor. Scratch out one and, and, off, Enlighten huh? us. Yeah. Um, you know, there was a time. I think this Rook, help me out here. Joe had a bunch of uh, articles that he had written, and uh, he had oh, everything. I would say uh, he had uh, everything uh, compiled. Collection, collection, library of stuff. Yeah, and he had thought. Well, I'm, archives, I'm a famous alum. I'll bring this over to the uh, <laughs> the St. Thomas Father, library.
4: The ghost of Father Wayland will accept us with yeah, open absolutely. arms. Absolutely. I brought
1: over about 10,000 columns yeah. that somebody at the Star Tribune was kind enough to, to give me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I had an appointment with the librarian and she picked up one of them went like this and said, "Ah, that stuff falls apart. We don't want them. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for stopping Made by. Made huh? <laughs> <for, laughs> you feel proud. Thanks for your time. Who <laughs> are
3: you again, by the way?
1: <laughs> Thanks for your time. Can't thank you enough for stopping by. With 10,000 <laughs> loaded columns, picture him.
2: He's got yeah. the he's got the bug-out box, as Kenny likes to call it, full of stuff. What did he do?
1: No, you know what I had. Head down. No, I had the. Uh, oh, he, I see a ledger. No, I had the. Uh, what do you call those loaders on wheels? And I had trouble. A dolly. Controlling two-wheeler? it. No, it was four wheels, and it was spinning around, and stuff <laughs> oh, was like falling off. Like a coat off. rack at a hotel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and shit was falling off it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: When I finally got to the library, and she just,
1: this hey, stuff doesn't last. We don't want this.
4: <laughs> Why weren't you stopped by the CP? Oh. The CP would have been a realist saying, "Oh, Joe, nobody wants to read that shit." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Joe, Joe said, this is, "This is my life's work." I, yeah, I don't, I don't all understand. All I want is this ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, envi-
3: did you envision them mounting them and framing oh, them? He saw
4: <laughs> no. <laughs> he saw this. He saw this. He saw.
1: Well, you know people get their, uh, they get a little space at their school, and (laughs) I thought, what the hell, you know, I don't want anything, I'll just give them to you. No cost to you. No, you could have them. Hey, sort it all out for me, sort it all out, (laughs) put it up. They were all in order.
3: They'd probably be happier if you brought in them a a fart uh, sound effect. (laughs) Yeah, we got those.
1: That, uh, did you anyone see the new MLK statue in New Jersey? I'll say. Yeah. oof I thought
2: it was Yikes. Boston. That's a I'm sorry, R. I'm Boston. sorry,
1: I'm sorry, Boston. You read uh, the newspaper? It's 22 feet tall. It's a bronze statue. It's called the Embrace. I'll say. Right? It's sculpted by, now I just behave a minute. It's sculpted by conceptual artist Hank Willis Thompson. Yeah. Thomas it was unveiled last friday in Co- in boston common <laughs> the monument
3: <laughs> what well, he's just losing it he's got no self control he doesn't yeah yeah
1: the monument depicts four intertwined arms
3: oh at least two of them are legs <laughs> 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 it was, uh, no,
1: it, this is a very serious now. <laughs>
0: right to the punchline. It was right.
1: inspired by a famous photograph of King and his wife embracing when he learned he had won the Nobel Prize in 1964. They gave each other a very nice hug. Uh, but unfortunately, we have social media in this country now, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, yeah. and the users uh, began to react immediately right. to the uh, images of the statue from other angles.
4: I think Ricey tweeted she had rather large arms
1: <laughs> and apparently if you if you view it from other angles which i have not it appears to show show something uh, perhaps suggestive ah. yeah
3: perhaps you remember those days such
5: <laughs> i don't <laughs>
1: and uh we, we have this in our yard. We have a version of this. Oh! oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I've, I've taken it to Wyoming. Oh, oh. Yeah. oh okay. Oh. Another angle of the statue. Boy, there's a lot of angles on this. Uh-huh, isn't there? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, another angle of the statue makes it appear as if it is depicting some activity in the swimsuit area. That's right. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: critics, uh, critics of the statue, Uh, Which I would be one, uh, say that not including the couple's heads in the statue made it open to interpretation. Right, I I think that's absolutely accurate. Right, that it's uh, that it's open uh, to the deeper story here. uh, Oh, good. Is that we've (laughs) uh, what we've lost? uh, Apparently, is the capacity to create public beauty. Do you remember the first statue of Martin Luther King? And I remember thinking it looked like he was Chinese. Remember that one? I don't recall I don't, that one. I don't mean um, I don't mean any offense whatsoever to our Chinese brothers and sisters, but Martin Luther King was not Chinese. It's your bobblehead theory. It's the bobble. Let's yeah. do a statue and see what it looks like. Yeah. Well it didn't look like MLK. No. It looked like Charlie Chan.
4: More <laughs> like the This one works, looks more like the, the num num switch. This you know what this statue,
3: guys, reminded me of? Oh. Remember our buddy Orville, who is now past? Sure. Yes. Matthew, how fun would it be to show this picture oh. of this statue to Orville? And you know what he'd say. Big O would have a field day. Oh, Oh, hell no.
1: (laughs) May I tell you something? May I tell you something? Seneca Scott, Coretta's cousin, Coretta Scott King, she told the New York Post by phone that the mainstream media was reporting on it like it was something beautiful because they were told they had to say that. But when it came out, a little boy pointed and said, That's a unit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh,. (laughs)
4: Very and advanced child. And Very every, advanced <laughs> no, child, is, unfortunately. Now,
1: this is not me with this quote. This is, <laughs> this is Seneca Scott Coretta's cousin okay. who said it looks like a big old dong, man. Oh, <laughs> right for the rafters. Seneca Scott said that. <laughs> not uh-huh. you. Not me.
2: Well, it, you know how.
1: If um, you showed that statue to anyone in the hood, they'd have been like, no, absolutely not. Oh,
2: hell
3: no.
1: million were used to create that homage to my legendary family members, one of the all-time great American families. Seneca told the New York Post that woke culture allowed the expensive abstract experiment to come to fruition. You know what it is? It's just dreadful. Right. It's just lousy. It's a well, shame. plus,
2: people don't understand how, how bad it was and, and the, kind of the butterfly effect. It made people kind of lose it.
5: Birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday oh, okay. to right. you. Right.
4: Sounds like me on December 23rd singing birthday to myself. <laughs> Boys, would you entertain us with another song, please? Yay. John and Dylan Height and
1: Stephen C. Anderson. This would be just like Prairie Home Companion, except black people listen to Garage Logic. That's
5: a good point. Wait,
1: wait.
4: I remember making powder milk biscuits with Stephen C.
2: Hey, Stephen C, have you ever played for Garrison? No. Okay, thank you. Would you? Perhaps.
5: Yes, right. <laughs> hey, hey, be oh, yeah. smart. Yeah.
1: I, 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 uh, mm-hmm. I would love to have Steve uh, to have Garrison as a guest. I, I still cling to the idea that that would make a fun hour and a half of conversation. Will you
2: apologize for going through his garage? I did not
1: ever go through his no, garage. No, I, I,
2: I think efforts
4: should continue I think should. to get him on because you know what? I agree. He, he's very he's up- an
1: interesting guy.
4: Sometimes when I see him I'll remind him that I'm Red's grandson, right. and it's a pleasant conversation. Right. And then other times I'll say, uh, my Grandpa Red played with you and Butch Thompson and Bill Evans, yep. and he'll look at me like the moon was a plate of spaghetti. Put
1: the bag over by the door. Right, her. right. And uh, he's not mean, it's just there's a, right.
4: something going on, but I think you should continue to try to get him on the air. The John Height News Band. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Bye.
1: for you to get a watch. Everybody here, do you think you're taxed enough?
2: Not according to the governor.
1: Do you think some of the surplus should be given back to us? A lot of all of it's. A lot of all
4: of it's. Are you ready for this? No. no oh, what but you, what, you're going to hear it. What are you on, family feud over here? <laughs> <laughs> this week...
1: Hate to do this to you. You're all
4: in a good mood.
1: You just yeah. came over from 30 bales. No, you don't. you don't. A lot of people are half in the bag. <laughs> oh, wow. Hi, I'm Kenny. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: this week, Minnesota Democrats who control the state legislature will start advancing their proposal that guarantees all workers with paid time off if they or a loved one need medical care. Okay. This, uh, I just read that paragraph. The bill scheduled for its first committee hearing tomorrow would give workers up to 12 weeks of paid medical leave and 12 more weeks of paid family leave funded by the state budget surplus and a new tax.
3: Yeah, that's like you said, that's how they're going to sustain it.
1: State economic development officials estimate that one in four Minnesota workers have similar benefits now. We have the ability to fix that and we will. House Speaker Melissa Hortman, DFL Brooklyn Park, told reporters earlier this month, this will happen this year, she said. Governor Walls intends to put paid leave in his budget plan due Jan 24. That's coming up shortly, isn't it? He and lawmakers have called for spending 1.7 billion from the $18 billion dollar budget surplus to seed the program, allowing the benefits to start in 20 f- 2025 or
4: 2026. This is going to be like COVID where nobody's, one person's going to get sick and they're all going to say, I've got to go. After that, a 0.7% payroll tax
1: would sustain the system. Mm-hmm. Last week, Democrats revealed they were increasing the new tax, which they had initially said is 0.6%. percent mm-hmm the tax likely would be split between employers and employees for a worker making 50 grand a year the tax would be 175 bucks for that worker and his or her employer the way to think about this is phase 1 is to build the ship this sounds like denny green yeah it? you read my <laughs> mind <laughs> the way to think about it is phase 1 is to build the ship phase 2 is to drive the ship mm-hmm. got to drive the ship with these payroll taxes to fuel it. Said Steve Grove, the state's economic, this is why I moved to Miami. Uh, Miami. No, Miami,
5: wow.
1: Wyoming. Wyoming, I meant. Wyoming does not have an individual income tax. (coughs) Where was I?
4: (laughs) Wyoming, Uh, or Miami, I'm not sure, Uh, halfway between. Phase two is to drive the ship. Who's gonna drive the ship?
1: A spokesman for the State Employment and Economic Development Department did not immediately have figures of how much revenue the increased tax would raise. Minnesota will join 11 other states that already offer government-run paid family and medical leave benefits. I don't want to deprive any child of the care of his or her mother, and I think we could work this out, but but not with
4: another new tax. Right, honest people uh, will not take advantage of it. I, at sure. I mean, I, you
2: know, again, it's my job to to uh,
1: to, to make sure the ship is being rutted the right way. That's right. right. Absolutely.
4: That's right. It, so,
3: was, it was like Denny Green, wasn't it? Was. It was. <laughs> he's going to need a whole new cabinet division for this. How many employees is it going to take to run this? Good point, Kenny. Good point. Republicans
1: and business groups, including the Minnesota Chamber of Commerce and the National Federation of Independent Business, oppose the paid leave proposal. They've raised concerns about higher taxes, pointing to the DFL's decision to increase the proposed tax. They did this, it isn't even a law yet, they've already increased it from 0.6% to 0.7%. Before it's even passed a single committee, the new payroll tax has already increased by 16%, (laughs) said John Reynolds, uh, NFIB, uh, National Federation of Independent Business, Minnesota's state director. The business groups also said that 24 weeks a year of combined benefits was too rich and would deepen Minnesota's worker shortage. The state has one of the lowest unemployment rates in the country. Businesses could opt out of the state program for a fee. <laughs>
4: oh! <laughs> we got you right here. They'll get you one, way or, you right yep. get you one way or the Did other. We got you right here, yep. Guess what I'm holding. the Guess what I'm holding. Did you say
2: 24
1: weeks? Yes. Well, when the 12 for family leave and the 12 for medical.
2: I thought... My math says there's fifty two in a year. Uh, Time out? Yeah. That's half the almost half the year. That's right. There That's you right. go. What a good plan. Accounting major? Wait a minute. Wait a yeah. minute. <laughs> How does one acquire
5: the
1: <laughs> Yeah. Well, you don't want to acquire it. You don't want a sick I,
5: family I, member. No, you don't.
2: You don't. Uh, I, I, weeks. Are you done? Uh, no, I'm trying to find I have a question. i I'm trying to quote. You haven't here. read the cut line yet.
3: No. You finish up, and then I'm going to answer Oh, no, I'm done with it. I, I can't.
1: Um, I'm moving. I, I moved to Wyoming.
3: Before the show yesterday, and again this afternoon, and then again in the green room, you promised taxes would not come up this That's evening. an excellent oh.
1: point. I did. Excellent point. I did, but I can explain. <laughs> Let me
5: explain. This ought to be yeah. He's going to spin it. Here Let we go. me explain this to you. Spin it. All right.
1: This audience appreciated hearing that news.
3: Oh, uh, you're a bunch of well, sycophants, is what you are. I knew he
0: was going to say tepid, that. Tepid applause at best, Joe. How
1: about this? How about this? Here's
0: John Haidt in oh. the newsroom. Oh. segue.
5: Oh.
3: Good save. Good save.
0: I, ha- You know, I have something about them spending more money. I don't know if that, that probably won't make everybody happy either. No, yeah, but, but you
2: didn't make a promise. It's part That's of
4: the deal. That's a
0: news. good point. Uh, Governor Walls revealing some budget plans this morning. And this one Kenny I think does call for a new department. So, good. Let's hire some people. The DFL governor plans to increase education spending by 2.2 billion, that's with a B, <laughs> dollars
5: <laughs> over the
0: next 4 years and create a new state agency centered on children, youth and families. He revealed a 12 billion dollar oh. portion of his budget ahead of the full announcement next week. Walls has to negotiate with leaders of the uh, Democratic-controlled House and Senate, so, you know, it's probably not going to be too tough to do, I would guess. Uh, he proposed expanding the state's Child and Dependent Care Tax Credit, which his administration said would help about 100,000 households with child care costs. Families that earn less than 200 grand could get up to four grand if they have one child, $8,000 for two children, and $10,500 if they have three kids. He's also pushing for a child tax credit for lower-income Minnesotans, which would give families a grand per child, up to $3,000. Look up $13,000 in
1: 1960.
3: Is there an age limit on these kids? what it is today. My kid's 23. Too late, I think. Okay.
0: Too late. Now, here's the part you'll like, Kenny. The agency Walls proposed, called the Department of Children, Youth, and Families, would take over the work of some... Currently handled by other agencies okay. including early learning programs child support and food assistance programs yeah. mm. oh. According to dollar
2: dot com $13,000 in 1968 is the equivalent in purchasing power to about $110,872 today. Your I, said, mouth. I said
1: 1960 not really? 68 Okay, we had seven kids <laughs> We had seven kids. My mother didn't work, and the old man made 13 grand. How in the hell did she do it?
3: Well, you lived in a sod hut.
2: That's true. According <laughs> to DollarTimes.com, yep. $13,000 in 1960 is equivalent in the purchasing power to about $130,350 today.
1: Well, he was doing all right. <laughs>
2: was he flew to what? 130, so 10 times worth. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, we that,
4: had a good life.
5: <laughs> I,
2: I, you know what Andy threw the medicine ball at the
4: St. Paul Athletic Club. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He was a squash player. Oh.
0: Rarely is the question asked: are, Is our children learning? Huh?
2: <laughs> huh? Is <laughs> it my time limit? Yes, time Yes, yeah, yeah. I think so. here uh, children's of, do learns.
0: All of this apparently harkens back, I don't recall this, to the 1995 creation of a Children Families and Learning Department under Governor Arne Carlson. Call the
2: Learning ah. Department,
0: who merged the work of various agencies with a similar goal of addressing the needs of the total child, but 8 years after that, Governor Tim Pawlenty renamed it the Department of Education, and what he described at the time as an effort to get back to the core mission of educating children. Do
4: you remember what we called that department in 1995? Your Department off. of Children, Learning, and Happy Thoughts.
0: As yesterday's positive report card shows, children do learn.
4: That's right. <laughs> that? Joe, uh,
0: Does
3: Arnie seem like he's getting more liberal in his uh, later years? He, he's he, been. He's getting getting yeah, he was always. He, do
4: you know what Arnie liberal? did? I have this on very good authority. I won't tell you from whom. Did he
1: have the pump up unit or was that the other husband? That was Barbara Carlson's Pete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> that yes. was Pete. Yeah. Oh my wow.
2: God. Wow. Yeah. Was,
4: uh,
1: <laughs>
2: Maybe that's what they made that statue in Boston about. Yikes. I one
4: of them had the pump up deal. Like pump. a bicycle. That was, pump. That was Pete, yeah. Pete yeah. had that going. And then Pete was going sure. across the hall to can apricots with the neighbor, and that's right. all that. I'm glad.
0: Uh, I'm, that I'm eventually
3: s- killed him, too, didn't it? I think so. He, he
1: over- well, how would you like a hose hooked up to you with well, an air tank?
0: Yeah, right?
4: yeah, unfortunately, he overpumped. He did it once. He did he overpump. He it. Over-pumped, did he yes. blow up? I think so. Yeah, it's like a right. bike tire. So to speak. Yeah. Um, that wasn't my That uh, wasn't my reason. Keep, oh, keep going. Up. There's more. Bringing up <laughs> Arnie. No. Uh, what Arnie Carlson did when he left office yeah. is he took away the gubernatorial pension for future governors. But guess what, Arnie took the last, the last pension one.
5: Yep. for the mm-hmm. gubernatorial governors. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes.
4: So you guy's mean not Jesse's getting not getting one? How do you think I found out? <laughs>
5: <laughs> Whoops
1: <laughs> So walls won't that wall, walls is only down to about three or four pensions now when he's done being governor.
4: I'm sure he'll be well cared for and they do get something, but the gubernatorial pension that was in place
0: at the time I did not. Know Arnie
4: that. said, I'm taking it and no more future. Wow. All right, here we go, Johnny. Uh, A
0: story you hinted at earlier, Joe, Uh, University of St. Thomas officials this morning announcing a $75 million gift will be used to build a hockey and basketball arena. It's also expected to be used for commencement ceremonies, speakers, career fairs, and other events. They expect to break ground in 2024, and it could open in late 2025. According to the university, the donation came from Lee and Penny Anderson, Naples, Florida, both of whom are benefactors of the school.
4: Don't forget, also, uh, the activity that you did not include there is the late night, Sunday night, grown men, I used to play hockey, but I'm going to get shit-faced and play <laughs> hockey game.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lee Anderson. About 9 p.m.
4: Yes, on a Sunday.
5: Yes, yes, yeah. Yes.
1: Owns uh, I believe, I'm accurate in saying this, the uh, finest collection of antique motorboats in the world. Who would disagree with that? I couldn't find anyone to disagree. Somebody with. up in... Uh, he, well, his buddy John Allen's his rival. They have a friendly right, rival who right. can have the best boats. But two of, the fi- two of the finest collections of antique boats in the world are at about five miles apart at Gull Lake. What's Fuck. a
3: car story? One of those guys own uh, what Princess Diana's cars, no. Well, they,
1: yeah, got, you know, a, car No: they damn they James Bond. he's got a car that the Queen rode in in uh, England. But it's Lee and Penny Diana. just won Concorde d'Elegance at Pebble
4: Beach in 2022. What's that mean? That means best of show okay. at Pebble Beach. Oh. All right. Has anybody in this auditorium other than me been invited into John Allen's garage I have. to sip whiskey I and look at his collection? Yeah. I don't believe hey it. Hey, now. I don't oh,
1: believe sorry. it. Have you? John, continue, please.
0: Uh, we got a big summit of world leaders in Switzerland that started yesterday. Uh, you know who else goes to those summits besides huh. world leaders? Huh. Members of the world's oldest profession. Whoa. De- lawyers? Demand for... <laughs> Same difference. Uh, demand for sex work skyrockets each year at the meeting of world leaders and business tycoons. Really? Imagine, Imagine that. Jet in from all around the world to rub shoulders with each other. Escorts. Wow.
5: I, it's d- like that I didn't sculpture mean it that ML- way. Yeah. But you right. got to rub shoulders. <laughs> rub <Rubbed laughs> shoulders.
0: <laughs> Whatever it takes. You <laughs> know. <laughs> Escorts are booked into the same hotels as the high powered bosses and their employees during the five day summit. One one sex worker named Liana said she dresses in business attire so she doesn't stand out among the executives. Oh, well, she's
1: the naughty librarian. Yeah. Now yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, we know Joe's fantasy. Here it now. is. Uh,
2: yeah. He's letting you in. Letting yeah. you in, I guess. Yeah. That's why you took all those paper <laughs> clippings. She's <laughs> the naughty
3: hedge fund manager. Yeah, there you ah. go. You've. you've Librarians come up frequently. Yeah, you. Do, yeah. do. you want to talk? No, I don't. Okay. Something about the source of the mystery. No. Well, they they were foot soldiers in the mystery. Uh-huh. No,
1: that's what
4: he likes. Ooh.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> come on, I got to go to Wyoming. Let's Joe, we're all here Leanna, for you.
0: Leanna told Bill. Uh, Build newspaper. She regularly sees an American who visits Switzerland multiple times a year and is among the 2,700 conference attendees. It works out for Leanna. She gets $760 for an hour. I bet it's John Kerry. $2,500 <laughs> oh, for the gosh. whole night. Wow. Manager of one escort. How much for the whole night? Uh, 2500 Pretty yep. good. Yeah.
4: What does Guido get?
0: I don't know. In 2020, an investigation by the Times found at least 100 prostitutes traveled to that area for the summit, according to Swiss police.
1: Do they fly in on private planes, too, like the rest of these phonies? I'm sure they do, yeah,
2: probably.
3: (laughs) I've never been with a prostitute. What's it like, Reavers?
2: (laughs) (laughs) A lot of instruction.
0: (laughs) The fastest Corvette... Son of a bitch.
5: (laughs)
1: Hold on a I minute. Mean, That's my... nothing. Rook got an elevator once at the annual Hubbard Christmas party with Dave Oh my Ball God! And said, "Hey, Dave, how'd the test come back? <laughs> <laughs> you got those
4: crabs, or we got them all cleared up now?" Dave was as red as the red on that garage <laughs> logic sign. Yes. That had zero comeback, and it was uh, it was thrilling.
0: The fastest Corvette ever made comes out later this year, and. Uh, it's not a gas car. Boo kiss. It's, it's a gas electric hybrid. Oh please! The first all-wheel version of Chevrolet's storied sports car, aimed at affluent buyers, it'll top out at about one hundred and four thousand dollars. It's called the e-Ray. It goes from zero to sixty in two and a half seconds. Wow! Gen- you wouldn't want to experience that. No.
1: Well, I would drive it, sure, but I don't want to own it. General Motors. Kind of like
0: prostitution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: Wow. I'm out of this conversation.
0: <laughs> Sit down, you butt. Thank mutt. you. Thank you. Oh God, it's amazing I can get a show if done. I, uh, Wait, if, if that's I, a
4: shot to go, Reavers
0: unassisted on that if, one. If I had a, yeah, if I had a hat, Chris, I'd tip it to you. Thank that you. Great Thank life. you. That Corvette, John. What's the top speed? Uh, top speed. Let's see. Oh, it's not here, Kenny. I'm sorry. What the? Sorry, Kenny. Now I feel bad. I'll look it up. What I don't want
1: one. I want a gas-powered
0: What's it called, Johnny? It can cover a quarter mile in 10.5 seconds. Does that help any? That's respectable. That's fast. That's decent is what De- that is. Decent. Yeah, I don't decent know. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, more electric uh, car uh, stories. Uh, the Wall Street Journal reporting uh, the electric vehicle sales crossed a global milestone last year, achieving around 10% market share. Oh, so they're government cars. One out yeah. every ten. It's hard to believe, but most of that, by the way, is uh, because what? of strong growth in Hold China. Hold quiet. What? Quiet the room.
1: Clap if you have an EV. Are you? Come on. God, I love or Somebody uh, does. There's a couple. I heard a couple clap. There's a
0: couple. Right, do it
1: again. Do it again. Clap if you have an EV.
3: What the hell are you doing here? <laughs> is Is it a hybrid, though? Is Does it also run on gasoline?
0: all oh, then you're I tr- all right. You're yeah. all right. Isn't that Ingy?
2: Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. Johnny, this uh, was called the E-Ray, you said? The E-Ray, yes. The top speed, according to car and driver, is 180 miles an hour.
0: Yeah, that's not so great. Right.
1: Well, you don't really need to go that fast, Kenny.
0: Well, sometimes you do. Yeah. Most of the, uh, the new sales of the one out of ten, by the way, are in China and Europe. Up that Europe, is like so. a...
4: Total vociferous 6.2 liter V8 that makes powers the rear wheels to join the party. Man, what? let's make this happen. Stop, just stop. What God, it? keep What's going. What the hell was also that? Also,
0: has
4: no, no. e wheel
3: drive,
0: no, no. e wheel drive, huh? D ray, D ray,
3: take it away, Chris. All right, E ray or uh, Billy Ray?
0: More, uh, one more electric car story, <laughs> sort of follow up to something you had yesterday, Joe. Uh, In your new home state of Wyoming, I remember you said a group of Republican lawmakers, uh, they introduced a bill urging the legislature to seek to phase out the sale of new electric vehicles by 2035. Yep. But now State Senator Jim Anderson, who introduced the bill, said he doesn't actually want electric vehicle sales to be phased out. He says, I don't have a problem with electric vehicles at all. He said anyone who wants to buy an electric vehicle should have the freedom to do so, adding he has friends and family members who own them. Yep. He said instead his resolution was motivated, and I think you hinted at this too, Joe, by California's move in August to proceed with a ban on sales of new vehicles powered only by gas. Well, he was
1: giving California the needle. Exactly. Well, my state will never uh, demand that you buy an EV.
0: My new state. You want me to read that, Kenny? Is that where you're pointing? You're
3: leaving out, you're provoking him. You're trying to sabotage the whole GL uh, mission here. Read that paragraph.
0: No, that's not what I was doing. Read the paragraph. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) I have a problem, he said, quote, with somebody saying, don't buy any more petroleum vehicles just to get the message out that we're not happy with the states that are outlawing our vehicles. Now, this is what you said yesterday. You had a problem with the... I do. I don't want anybody telling me what I can. Electric or gas. My state is
1: not going to do that. There you go.
0: I have an obscure musician death. I brought one even to a live broadcast. All right. Is that all right? Yep. Uh, this is one. Every, everybody in this room who's listened to music in the last 60 years has heard this man play guitar. All right. His name was Dennis Budimir. He died last week at the age of 84. He was somewhat overshadowed by Jeff Beck's death. Budimir was a member of the Wrecking Crew. Oh. He also did thousands of other sessions as a studio guitarist in the late 60s, 70s, and 80s. I'm going to give you a small list who he worked with. You ready? Yep. Records by the Carpenters, Brian Wilson, Barbara Streisand, Frank Zappa, Linda Ronstadt, Julie London, Dusty Springfield, Quincy Jones, Marty Page, Don Ellis, Gil Melly, Tom Waits, Harriet Nielsen, George Harrison, Ringo Starr, Johnny Mathis, Cher, Joni Mitchell, The Monkees, Barry Manilow. All right. Know, that's just a very that's small. That's where I remember him from. That's a partial list. <laughs> that's a very small sampling of who he played with. He was also a lover of jazz and played on records by the likes of Ella Fitzgerald, Milt Jackson, Stan Getz, Jimmy Smith, and many more.
3: Save that story, give it to Dylan. Did you just hear that, Dylan? You heard that, right? Yeah, okay. Why? Because that's important, that somebody like him, that's Dylan. Oh. Oh, okay. That could be his gig.
0: Because the guy's dead? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's going to take his place, apparently, huh?
3: Can't you see, live on your parents' couch forever, Dylan. Did
0: you well, see where the guy? It. Yeah,
1: maybe. Who knows? Did you see where the guy who wore the Jesus Saves T-shirt to the Mall of America is now uh, was the headline in the Daily Mail today? I did see that. It's going yeah. around the world. People wonder what's going on there in Minnesota. That's yeah. what they're wondering.
4: And you don't care because you're
1: <laughs> in Wyoming. I live in. Yeah, Wyoming. that's right. Yeah.
4: What city? Oh, near Casper. Rib. <laughs> Rib City.
0: Near gas. Spaghetti city. Yeah, spaghetti city. <laughs> you got a trio of men from New York are behind bars after police said they tried to hide 83 pounds of marijuana behind a the dumpster. There
4: you what, go. Why would
0: they do that? Well, one of the three called 911. Ooh. This is a Kenny thing, I think. We're, you
5: know. Accidentally.
0: State troopers out of Bedford responded to a 911 hang-up call at the Marathon uh, gas station morons. on Lincoln Highway in Breezewood. One of the men, later discovered to be 30-year-old Saquay Wang of Flushing, New York, allegedly called 911, said there were people in his car with uh, marijuana. He wanted them to get out. They refused. Well, the troopers got there. They said two other men, both from Flushing, were seen standing near duffel bags in the parking lot in the duffel bags. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm, s-
3: I'm seeing Laurel and Hardy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> do we have their names? Uh, we do. It's 29-year-old Ming Yang and 29-year-old Hu Yu.
1: So you got Yang, Wang, and Yu. <laughs>
4: right? You do. Yeah. Sounds like that prostitute over That's in uh, a- the...
0: Yeah. That's the name of my next band, Wang, Yang, and Yu. Uh, troopers said they found five trash bags hidden behind a dumpster, 83 pounds of marijuana, estimated street value of more than 300 grand. Uh, Yang, the driver who contacted and agreed to meet with troopers at their barracks in Bedford after reportedly getting conflicting stories from all three men, they got a search warrant. Not only did they have the uh, 83 pounds, they had $120,000 in counterfeit money. John, what else do you got? What so else do you got? You didn't like that one, did you? No. Yeah. I John's like
1: the name. I want more music. Who wants more music? Yeah. yeah. More music. We want more music. Here's, here's my last story. I know. Here's my last story. All right.
2: He yeah. a blank piece of paper.
1: <laughs> All right. Let's get the band out, John Height News Experience. We'll okay. take our final break. Don't leave. Ross is going to give you really great presents Oh, prizes, right. not presents. Right. Presence kind of presupposes gift wrapping and a bow. And we will
2: be announcing the winners at the end of the show here. Yeah. You well, know what we should also mention, I, though? What's yeah, that? What's Before that? we go to the
4: break, for all non-Town Council members in attendance tonight, your first month of the Garage Logic Town Council is going to be free when you use the promo code 1000 at garagelogic.com when signing up for a monthly subscription. Again, that's promo code 1000 with no comma at garagelogic.com. And at the conclusion of today's Garage Logic 1000 podcast... Stick around as, again, we're going to have some giveaways we'd like to give at random to some of the lucky winners, winners in the crowd. And I went down to my own basement and found some stuff that was... Uh <laughs> so if you can withstand the smell, the Here prize go. is going to be yours. Hey,
1: you guys, do you think... Now, we're calling this 1,000. Should we just stick with that and call tomorrow 1,001? Yes.
2: Yes. All right, all right, that's yeah. what we'll do. The GLers have ruled.
4: Yeah, we missed a few in there, but that's okay. Because right. a couple of those really stunk, those shows. So yeah. we want to delete them from the system and start.
3: Or should we stop numbering them all together? No, I number. like
4: numbering. We got a <laughs> number. I'm very busy yeah. with that. right uh, play office. It, it gives Gramp, Papa Joe, something to do. Yeah, yeah, but
2: you know what you've done because of the numbering. Fratelloni, are you still here? <laughs> now he's numbering our show. Oh, that's good. It's because a, of it's you, a good
4: way to go. Here's well, I got John news Height. for you. You ain't gonna make it to a thousand. Not okay? a chance in hell. Here's John <laughs> Heights
1: band, the news band with Stephen C. and Dylan. save something until tomorrow. Oh, thank God. Do you have anything left? It's too festive for, uh, it's not festive enough for today. You thought I forgot, didn't you? Only! Oh my, oh,
3: my God, of course <laughs> not.
1: Only! Guy
2: opened up a barber
1: shop in Wyzetta. Only because they come to us. Fairble. All the way from where? <laughs> what an audience. Yeah. man. What an audio. It sounded like
4: Joe Biden singing happy birthday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's
5: what I thought. Traveling
1: Lyman. This is a biggie. There's only one today, Uh but it's a big one. On this day. Uh,
0: January 17th. Seventeenth.
1: On this day in nineteen thirty-four. Banker Edward G. Bremer was kidnapped at the Ooh. corner of Goodrich and Lexington in St. Paul Woo-hoo-hoo. on Feb. 7. After his family paid a two hundred thousand dollar ransom, now that is a lot of money for 1934. 1934 wow! Yeah. Do you know how you always? I'm not done with this. <laughs> Bremer was freed in Rochester. Bremer's remarkable memory led investigators to the kidnappers, the Barker-Carpus gang the oh. members of which would all be caught or killed by 1936. That's Ma Barker, right? Yeah. El- Alvin
0: Karpus, Mom Barker? And yeah. her kids, yeah. yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And they lived out in Matamidi for a while. Did you know that? Wow. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Where? Yeah. Up, on <laughs> out there. There. Up on Maine. Up on Maine. <laughs> Up
3: on Maine. Did there. you play with them when you were kids?
1: I didn't know them at that age, uh, Kenny. I'm not that uh, far
4: gone yet, but... Uh, <laughs>
1: damn close. Yeah. <laughs>
4: do you know how you always uh, give your child the needle? Yes. Do you That's think, what they're there for. Okay, do you think um, Bremer? you know when the kid's in 6th grade and he gets in trouble and he says, you know you cost me 2 damn million dollars to get you back and yeah. now you're acting like this and you get a D on your report card? You GLers, ever... GLers. <laughs> I would have
1: done that. Ross Gabe, is Gabe what out. the hell is wrong with you, Gabe? Ross is coming out you're
2: going to get, don't leave. Hold, hold on. You're going to get great. We got, yeah, we got announcements here. So that's. Are you done with your? This morning morning is like, wait, this is like you are the priest. Uh, Father
4: Doug, you here? I know how to land the plane. Father Doug is right here. But this is like when Father Doug gets to say like, okay, we're all done. Go in peace and love and serve the Lord. And then there's always announcements. Yeah. Like next week is Donut Sunday. Here come the announcements. for What are the locker. announcements,
2: Reavers? Uh, the announcements, Joe, are the following. Thank you for the following. You know what's
4: a great thing to have, too? (laughs) What's that, Ruck? Saturday night mass in the bank.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, Joe's loading up the bank. You know what's a great
4: thing to have? You'd shut up for a minute. Yeah,
2: I'm ready to walk out here. Let's go.
4: 59, (sighs) 58.
2: (laughs) I just wanted to take a minute to thank all of you for coming to the show today. Thank you. A couple of reminders here. We are going to go back. We are going to go back to 30 Bales Restaurant after the broadcast here today, so you're all welcome to join. I know a lot of you are just dying to hang out with me. So uh, we are going to go back to 30 Bales Restaurant. Also, Ross and AJ are coming out here, and we did have a uh, credit card show up from someone in the audience. If your first name is Jennifer, come up here and uh, let me know what your last name is, and we'll get you your credit card back. Souchere? Nope. (laughs) No, that one we're keeping. That one we're keeping. That one we're not getting back. Use that one for content. Also,
0: we do only have this space. That's legit, though.
2: (laughs) That's great. We do only have this space until nine o'clock. So if you want to mingle for a little bit, that's fine. But we have to be out of here by nine o'clock. And I got to go to Wyoming. How far of a flight is that?
1: That takes about uh, two hours twenty minutes. Okay. Yeah. Fly into uh,
2: Jackson Hole. Yeah, close to Casper there. You know what I'm trying to find right (laughs) now is. um, Thank
1: you, Gellers. Really, thank you for your patience and your loyalty. Great seeing you, and I really love it. I tried to do a podcast. Uh, I get overwhelmed with these uh, morons, but uh, we'll so be back we. to some normal conditions. So do we? That's right.
4: Are we
3: working tomorrow? Yes. Damn. You didn't,
4: you didn't pay a dime to get in here. Do you think you got your money's worth? <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. I appreciate
2: it. play the music. Let's go. I'm trying to. That's why I was trying to stall, um, because actually, what I was trying to do. You know, you guys have been with us for a while. Hang on, Kenny. I'm I'm, I'm going to get. Who are you there.
4: talking to? The staff or the people?
2: Uh, the, <laughs> you've been. So I wanted to kind of give a glimpse of to what we were at one point and what we uh, what we've become today. If this uh, If this would uh, if this would cooperate with me, because I have the very first attempt that we did uh, a podcast, and I knew this was going to happen. It's not loading for that's
1: me. That's that's a shame. Yeah. It's always great uh, when you have a nice bit ready and it doesn't
3: work. We're kind of used to this, though, aren't we? We are
4: very yeah. used then to let's this. Let's just leave it at this. It was a hell of a lot worse than tonight. Yeah. It really was. <laughs> really, really was, just to be totally honest. We were it an airplane
1: weird. going down the runway while it was still being built. Yeah.
4: However... Wh- Hi, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying we to missed, play. We missed the, the boat on having actual um, cameras. To see the look on your face oh as to four or five times no. he inquired in the first minute and a half, are we on? I don't I don't hear anything. I don't. Yeah. There's no ABC News. There's no 1500 ESPN News. Thank you, GL.
5: He's that's a good. man
4: Such,
2: of... Uh, cool. He's getting his
4: coat on. Can he, on he help now. me with my to, uh, shawl?
5: Don't,
2: yeah. don't we have to give away stuff? What Ross, are we doing that? that during the show or are we doing that when we're done? We're going to do that when we're done. Did says. you
1: ever see the video of the drunk Russian guy on a mining camp or a... Some sort of camp. It was a beach. Really hammered. and He's trying to put on his coat, but he's trying to put his pants on. I do remember. Oh. That.
2: Yeah, you
4: just gave us fabulous. A, you just gave us a great impersonation. That's of right. It I was to do it there.
1: Thank you, G. Ellers. I love you, and I appreciate you, and uh, we'll continue to do this.
4: <laughs> uh, as we close out the podcast, as we normally do. Uh, a great place to land to look Thanks for other podcasts. Thanks to the musicians, too. Thanks to the musicians. Stephen C, C., Dylan Hyde, John Hyde, Height. Johnny Thanks, Kenny. Hey, it's just like a normal
0: day. Kenny left early.
4: Yeah, and he's already gone. That's what he he's does. He's already gone. It is what he does.
2: Wait. Guess
0: what I Uh-oh. Found. You forgot Hello, to hit everybody.
2: record. No. Hello, everybody. No,
3: no, stop practicing. They will <laughs> Jack and Lori We've been doing this on hundred right. years. Act like it. Uh, did it start?
2: Wait, go, oh, hit the play.
3: Where's John at? I'm not ready yet. We'll start God, without we him.
2: we so
4: bad.
3: I'm he, not ready yet. Are you rolling? No, not yeah. yet. So all of this crap is going to be on the podcast. No, they'll edit all
5: that out. Brooke, hit the
3: button. And just start the music, you <laughs> dummy. If you'd get here two minutes before noon, this wouldn't happen.
5: Well, well he's
1: on limited hours.
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey, Let's talk about that right away. I no,
1: to, I don't want to talk about that. No, it. I, I want, I want to
3: establish that I have a six day weekend. I right. want to make
1: what? sure we, we yeah, cover that. I got to tell you a
3: Kenny story.
2: Oh, wait.
1: I don't know if I'm on the air. No, we're not. <laughs> the gun is not. Wait for Show the
2: number one. Oh, my God. We came a long way, haven't we, boss? I think so. Whew. All right, see you later. Thank you to 30 Bales, and thank you to the Hopkins Performing Arts Center for having us. Thanks, GLers. We really appreciate you coming out today. Don't go anywhere yet.